0: G'day everyone, I'm Daniel Ricardo, and you're listening to EFTM, everything for the man.
1: Thank you for downloading, thank you for listening. Uh, Trevor Long, Harry Tucker, Connor McNally with you for the Formula One podcast here at EFTM. And I've got to tell you, uh, you wouldn't need more than three or four minutes to build the KO Mini for that race because it was one of the most boring races of the year. Um, and it was made better by the very, very last lap where Daniel Ricciardo got the fastest lap. And uh, really, Mac, that's really going to piss Max Verstappen off, don't you reckon, Harry?
0: Oh, definitely. Max was Max won it. What did they call it? The, gr- no, the, grand, the grand Slam. The Grand Slam,
1: yeah, which is was pole position,
0: fastest lap, lead uh, every lap. And win the race. And win the race. Mm. And so Dan stolen that from him.
1: And the best part was Christian Horner told him on the radio that he got fastest lap, and he goes, "That's what we call a simply lovely race." <laughs> well, Daniel got it, so sucked in. Um, I don't even know what to say, Connor. Um, we we as always had high it. expectations. Many many a sports bet gamble. Eighteen. Um, <laughs> yep, I I think I had seventeen in the end. Are you listening, sports bet? Um, we've got some. What was the one I came up with that we should have? Um, no, how early is the safety car, if there's yeah. a safety car? Yeah. Safety car first lap, safety car first 10 laps, that kind of thing. The, yeah, the over-under on something yes. like that. Yes, an over-under on safety yeah. car would be perfect. Yeah. But um, anyway, well, we got paid out because Sergio Perez, sadly, um, did not finish the race. The
2: only retirement. The only retirement and of the race. And
1: what a nothing shock. Nothing interesting either.
2: Look, look, I feel so sad for Checo because his last race of Racing Point, Potentially his last race for a while. I hope not, but talk about that in a minute too. Yeah, yeah. But, but after last weekend winning the Sakia Grand Prix and then having to, you know, retire in the final race of the year, I mean that's just a pretty big blow for him. You know, after so what is in the
0: first ten laps as well. Yeah,
1: of the f- of the of the twenty cars on the grid, um, given tire choices and whatnot, you only had Ricardo Vettel, Perez, and Magnussen choose hard tires off the start, which was bold, because obviously those tyres are going to go longer into the race. And theoretically, that's, you know, holding out for some sort of incident. It was a very clean start. Daniel went a bit backwards. Uh, Norris was doing a very good job of holding off Albon, but Albon did manage to get past. But Verstappen out front had really good pace, Harry. I mean, he was three, two to three seconds in front pretty early on and managed to basically consistently, consistently just keep the pace and push the pace out it
0: was bo- I think both the Red Bulls because you consider you know what we've seen from Alex as well throughout the season yeah and for him to hold what it ended up being like a 40 second lead between him and uh, and Norris in fifth yeah so it, I think it was the Red Bull was was just a bit quicker on this track I don't know if there was some I, I think I heard someone say that they thought it might have been some improvements on the Honda engine um,
1: there was also aero improvements they changed the rear wing and stuff so yeah, they're obviously continually evolving that car in preparation for next year because there's, yeah. there's only very small changes to the cars. But, Connor, we made the point during the race that it was kind of actually a very clear visual representation of the Formula 1 grid slash Formula 1 problem Yeah, where you had Red Bull and Mercedes out front and the rest then yeah. back. And that gap, while, while it actually didn't look like that much on track, it was 40 seconds between... Um, Albon and the McLarens. And that's that's just too much in any it, category it, for way, there to be that, that sort of domination.
2: It's way too much. I mean, everyone was focusing on that pack past fourth place. And, and basically, we, we saw, for the most part, Daniel Ricciardo, he put in a stellar stint, 40 laps on those hards. That was yeah. an incredibly good stint. And we were thinking to ourselves at the start, oh, could have been the wrong choice. But as you said at the beginning... Give him a couple of laps, and those tyres will kick in, and they kicked in really, really nicely. And he really took it up to the likes of Racing Point. He took it up to McLaren. A- and that battle between Racing Point and McLaren for third in the Constructors' Championship, that could go on for at least another you know, couple of hours after the race because there was a contentious incident with Carlos Sainz. Yeah, but Carlos had a five-second
1: um, gap to Daniel... an uh, eight-second gap to Daniel Ricciardo anyway, so even if it's a five-second penalty. But he could get a ten. Okay, so he drops back one point, yeah, one place. It's not going nah. to be enough. The
2: Stroll finished in 10th. So yeah, yeah, McLaren have pretty much
1: secured, regardless of the outcome, they've secured that third place, which is millions of dollars.
2: And lo- and much deserved because they've been in the doldrums for a long, long time, and it's good to see them back in the top three. So here's, here's a question
1: for you. Lewis Hamilton came back from having COVID, skipping a race. George Russell raced for him at Secure. Um <laughs> I don't care whether he's 100% fit or not. He should. Ha- he, he should. If he's in the car, he's 100% fit, right? That's that's. He's in the car to race. Isn't it interesting that you've got two Mercedes cars, they're equal cars, and you've got two drivers. And Lewis can't like. Is it because it's the end of the end of the year and he's won the championship? He doesn't have even the the kind of gusto to even push at Bottas. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it, the, it kind of does demonstrate that maybe. Lewis has just had all the luck and is fortunate in where he's fallen in race after race, or does it indicate very clearly that he's not driving as hard oh. because the desire is not there because the winds are in the bag. And I also just saw him cough on camera. Just I know I
2: saw that. <laughs> so he should not I, yeah. have raced in my opinion. I, I I'm sorry if anyone's saying, Oh, it's great that Lewis is back. The fact is if he was not performing at his peak, in this race tonight, it's quite clear to me he's not hundred percent still and he should not have raced whatsoever. We should have seen We're only George saying
1: that because we wanted George Russell back. Absolutely
2: well, I I'm biased, everyone absolutely. And I, but everyone. Everyone wanted George Russell to race this weekend in the Mercedes, and it just seemed it's so sucky that he was back in that Williams, and you can see quite clearly in the race tonight that George being in that Williams, like it's, it's no there's no comparison. There's poles apart, and you just think George must be thinking to himself how the fuck am I driving this car when I really should be in that Mercedes? Yeah, um,
1: on
0: the on the uh, the converse of what you said about Lewis there, though, if he you know it looks like he's not a hundred percent in terms of yeah. feeling well, but the fact that he still wanted to come to Abu Dhabi and race again, you know, that shows like that inner yeah, his you, inner competitiveness. Good inner point. He, does, he didn't need to come. He could no, have just won the championship. Mercedes the won constructors. Like there was n- there's nothing for him to gain other than he's just he wants to race. He's
2: yeah. a racer. And you can't take that away from him. No. Oh, no. He's no. very clearly a racer. But then again, every driver in Formula 1 is a racer. They just want to be there. I don't know.
1: Have you seen Alex Albon?
2: <laughs> well, that's a different story. Uh, he, he almost, almost caught Hamilton in the two final more, few two laps. Two more laps and he would have
1: overtaken Lewis. Yeah.
2: Listen, he
0: wouldn't
1: have. Because two more Lewis, laps he would Lewis have caught was up. just in wind-down mode. Yeah. All three at the front were in wind-down mode. And Alex doesn't get any credit for coming close to Lewis at the end. He gets some credit for getting past Lando and doing all those things because it would have been the absolute outright end of his career and if he, he hadn't had
0: creating have. creating a 40-second lead.
1: Huh? And then creating a
0: 40-second lead over the in, in a Red Bull. Yeah, that's true.
1: Okay. I mean, this is the problem with the argument about Alex and we've banged on about every single race this year after the first couple, really. Uh, Christian Horner was interviewed before the race and asked specifically what does Alex need to do. And he, he said, we're going to sit down and look at it after this race. He said, I think it was to Natalie Pinkham, he said, we're going to look at the totality of the year. Um, and the bottom line, what he didn't say was, no, no, Alex is, Alex is our man and um, we're, we're going to stick with this team. You know, they're clearly negotiating with Checo. But, I don't know. But then, And just, as I said, I think, it, I think it was only last week that I said it or was the week before when you were here, but it's the perfect thing to do is wait until after the young driver test after all that's over, yeah, after yeah, the yeah. Formula 1 media week, have yeah. left town and many are on holidays to just put out the announcements. It's still, it's still big headlines, but it's not everyday interviews in the paddock style I, headlines. Exactly right.
0: I, I agree for the sake of Red Bull, but then just... And, and Checo could just be, you know, throwing throwing the curtains up to to have a bit of secrecy there as well. But just how he's been speaking the last week doesn't seem like he's confident that he's going to have a seat next year. He, seem, he, he said maybe, that he's... Well, you know, okay, so because boredom
1: kicked in at lap five and we went another 50 laps with nothing happening apart from some decent little uh, DRS passes around the place, uh, the race can be put behind us. It's yeah, over. It was it's done. W- worst it was a nothing of the year. race. Worst race of the year. Yeah. Let's talk about Checo. He has said for several weeks that he either has secured or is very confident about his being back on the grid in 2022. Now, strangely, I've not heard anyone push him on that. Now, I might not have read everything, but certainly Sky haven't pushed him at all on that claim. Who the fuck is he driving with in 2022?
0: Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's some confidence in Williams, or maybe maybe it's the George Russell taking Valtteri in in 22 or I don't know. I'm sorry. Why would you wa-
2: why would you want to go to Williams when they're absolutely at the tail of the field we're showing no signs of improving anytime soon. No well, way. They got,
0: they got more money. You've got the new car in 22. You know, I'm not there's, you know, no one's saying they're going to win the championship then but maybe they can make, take a solid if midfield. If you're league. Checo,
1: I don't know that the strategy is smart to tell the grid that you're going to be back in 2 years because it doesn't yeah, help you who's, get a drive to give you the year. one year. Yeah. Who's going who's like Although, does it play into Christian's hand to know that he can have him for a year and then move on? But but is that also a negative? Because do you want a bloke in your camp, you know, learning everything about you and then leaving after a year? I just think Red Bull's such a tight ship, they wouldn't want someone for no, 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 just no, no, no. a year unless he was going to retire.
0: Unless they were confident that, you know, you're going to push, say, Sonoda into AlphaTauri, Taur- Alpha give him his one year to develop in there, and then move him in 22.
1: Yeah, but then where does Checo go? And is he? Has he t- does he take engineering knowledge yeah. with him to Williams or wherever he goes in 2022? Because you're right. I mean, Williams. Um, How long I was? Yes, um, Alpha Romeo. You know, after K- maybe Kimi's going to go next year, and, and Checo takes that senior, experienced driver role at Alpha that they clearly seem
2: to enjoy. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But remember, Checo started his career with the team formerly known as Salva. So yeah, that was ten years ago. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Look, I think next year will definitely be Kimi's last year. Yeah. No, I have no doubt. You know, like, I know to him it's a hobby and he's made it known in the <laughs> past. But I think next year will be his, his swang song. Yeah, you know, it'll be 20 years since he, you know, made his debut, you know, with Sauber. And, you know, I think it'll be, just be a nice bookend for him to wrap up his his time in Formula 1. You yeah, know, well, that kind of makes sense as well for Checo then, for 22. In that
0: alpha,
1: yeah, I think so. I think I think alphas all the cars. So my only problem with that senior driver strategy is you should be blooding proper juniors to the point where
2: they progress. I I honestly, Giovinazzi is going nowhere. Yeah, I honestly thought Mick Schumacher would be in that alpha. That's a much
1: better place to be. Absolutely, put Mick Schumacher in alpha and have him learn from Kimi for a year. Who can? Kimi could be the guy that says, "Mate, don't listen to this shit. Don't worry about it. I got you." Like. Well, that that's where he needs to be. He Needs Is a it senior absolutely. driver there. And Is there I, some I,
0: kind of other Has deal or something that we don't know about with Ferrari? Who knows? Well,
1: I think I think there's definitely some form of in insurance that Has continues to to be on the grid for another year or so because clearly they are looking. See all this investment. Yeah, we'll just use the term investment because that's been used in the media. We've <laughs> discussed it being different words. <laughs> <laughs> just think Ozark. Um, <laughs> the the investment in McLaren and Williams. Um, that surely gives some sense of hope to Gene Haas that he could either sell the business or get investment of his own, well, yeah, to turn it into he's something.
0: Got, he's got Mazepine.
2: Mazepine? Mazepine? Yeah, yeah, but that's just
1: driver investment. I'm talking yeah. ownership. The
2: problem, the problem is with Nikita Mazepin, he, Mazepin. He's, uh, he's a lot of bad news, a lot of bad blood there in regards he, to what has happened 100%. in the last, 20, last seven days. That's what I mean, cannot. Um, hang on, hang on. I can't see him being on the grid in 2021. Without a qu- with with the the negativity that has happened in twenty twenty one, I can't well, see they're happening. gonna pull it back. No. I reckon they. That's what I mean. There must
0: no, be mate. his dad must be throwing in so much
1: money. He, he's fine. He made a mistake, and you know what? Several times. Formula One doesn't have enough of those. It's it's what's fascinating about it. I, I think I said this to you guys earlier in the year. Yeah, it's, true. It fascinates me that Formula One doesn't have like a bad boy. those kind of scandals. But it's because no one wants to sponsor those types of people. No, no, but that's that's what's amazing to me. It's yeah. amazing that when you've got Young blokes earning millions of dollars that they aren't letting loose in the wrong ways and coming unstuck. That's because you got there's just so much money at risk.
0: You look even in similar, like, you know, basketball, NBA, and and even in, you know, very high-level soccer, you don't really see it there either because they know that if they stuff up, it's not just, you know, a small contract or they're not going to play for a little bit. Like, it's tens of millions of dollars that are at risk, and it's just... Yeah, they've just got people around and make sure it doesn't happen. I think yeah. that's just what happens here as well. Yeah. And they've also... These guys as well, like, don't forget that they've been groomed for this since they're like 12. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not like a football where you play in the juniors and then all of a sudden you're 18 and you're in... You know, you're playing for South Sydney or something like you...
1: That's yeah, a good point. It's a very different sport in that sense, isn't yeah. it? And in a rugby league suffers from that because there's so many players. Yeah. Mm. You know, this and is, this so is I mean, an elite and 20.
2: And you look at rugby league and AFL... You know they they have scandal upon scandal upon scandal and they don't learn. You know that's the difference to say what we have in Formula One, where scandals like what th- what we've seen with Mazepin in the last seven days is very few and far between.
0: And again, much smaller money pot. So you got some yeah. some of those guys that are, what earning you know four hundred grand a year, which is a lot for you know the average person, but mm. in terms of professional athlete. Yeah. And then you've got say someone here might be earning ten million dollars a year. Their manager, if that's got you know one two million dollars a year at risk as well. So they they don't want to lose that. So you've got. All these people around them that are trying to make sure it doesn't happen.
1: Who mm. races Alpha Tauri next year? Sonoda and Gasly. That's so right. that's not locked in though. Sonoda not locked, locked in. in. No, yeah, no, Gasly's Gasly's only locked. Gasly's locked in, but yeah, not Sonoda.
2: Not Sonoda. Not yet. So which yet. which
1: members of the grid are not one hundred percent locked in? It's only Albon. Uh, well, yeah, it's the it's the Red Bull and Alpha Tauri second drives, isn't it? Pretty much and, and, else and and Mercedes, although. I think. No. Okay, I think we can assume Lewis is going to yeah. keep racing. Yeah, yeah. I think so. as As Harry said, he
0: came back for this. Yeah, if he's coming back for this, he's coming back next year. Yeah, it'd be strange otherwise. So... How how, how long is... um So Vettel's contract with Aston, is that one or two years?
1: I think it's two, because I Ten think, think it, it goes into the new regs.
0: I just reckon there's something interesting about, you know, the whole Toto and Hamilton marriage, and then Toto's, you know, investment in Aston does... You know, is that the 2022 move for them just to do like one last hurrah in a different car to together and see what they can do and sort of, you know, add that little bit of extra to the legacy to go.
1: I, I just don't see, Toto is just such a, a smart businessman. I don't see him going for a short term. Yeah. Like, it, he would need, a, he, he would only go if he's going to turn it around from something to something. Whereas just one year, well, he's, he's not going to go team. out on a, on a mid, mid-range mid result. He's going to yeah. need a, a genuine result. So I don't see that happening. No. But it would be but fun to see some big changes I just like
0: think that it'd be, I would just love to see Lewis in, you know, that that type of car. Something that can, you know, still compete for the front, but just really you know, show his next level driver ability, which we did see earlier in his career. And, yep. you know, you don't get to become a seven-time world champion. You know, because you're average. Even if you do have the car that he has had, yeah. but it would just be interesting to see him have to scrap for the win mm. in a car like that Aston Martin, which which probably will have the pace to get podiums, but it's not a, a shoe in like the the Mercedes is. Well, right. I
1: think that's where Vettel brings his yeah. potential skill and consistency so is that, to that car.
0: P- the Vettel that we're potentially looking to get there. Oh,
1: I think so. Yeah. I think if Vettel can get podiums next year, that's a massive oh. win for Aston Martin, right? Vettel, oh, totally.
0: I would love to see Lewis and Seb on the same team,
1: mate. If if we'll put it this way, if, if Aston Martin get podiums next year, then you then you raise the question of Lewis in a year or two. I mean, it starts and then, to get really. And then they
0: don't have to worry about you know, Lance Stroll money, Daddy Stroll money, because all of a sudden you got Lewis Hamilton yeah. and Sebastian Vettel on the same team, where every sponsor will be you know yeah. rolling over backwards to get their name on the car. So
1: two important questions for you for crystal ball work in for twenty twenty one season, and I'll, I'll set, let's separate the field. Uh Red Bull and Mercedes in 2021 can red bull take it to mercedes new no. upgraded honda engine next year
0: no it depends what do you mean take it as in they could and they win, win
1: races and can the championship go down to it at least the last three races i, I think it will be
0: closer but I, I definitely wouldn't bet on uh red bull winning it
2: i can't see any change to 2021 here's
1: what i here's what i think of those two teams and i think that um I, d- I do think Albon will be given the ass, and and mm. I, I hope that it's Checo put in, and I think that will earn them more World Championship points, and I think the Constructors World
2: Championship will go deeper to the, into the season than it did this year. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I just don't see any change at the moment. Whilst Mercedes remain as competitive yep. as they are, they Remain okay. the, the dominant force. Then yeah. take to put those two
1: teams aside, and what's the what's the number three? battle next year. How do you see three, four, five and six coming out? Because you've got yeah. McLaren with the Mercedes, you've got Aston Martin as a new, you know, venture essentially and who knows what more they because they're building wind tunnels, they're actually, yeah. this is, you know, this has just been a year they've been investing in this same time. I think you'll find... Then you got Renault with McLaren, yes. <laughs> with, with um, uh, Alonso. I still,
2: I've got almost
1: no hope? No faith in Alonso. I, I thought you were going to say that, yeah. It's I
2: actually think <laughs> the Dark Horse next year, sorry Harry, is that um, AlphaTauri might be in that battle for third. I Depending honestly, on who they're... Depending, depending on them. who they've got, yeah. But I think Gasly could really take it up... Yeah, Which but one a... man. This
1: is the yeah, problem with Red Bull. They... One man is not enough.
2: But I know whereas, it's not enough, but, but, but who Mac... knows what we can see with Sonoda? We yet to. See. I know, I know it's, you're I betting know.
0: on you're betting on McLaren with two very good drivers. True. If you're thinking, if we're like okay, they're going to be on fairly even car grounds, then you're going to then oh, you at the if, driver. If control. sports
1: bet put up a market for third place in the constructors' championship for 2021, I mean, it's got to be McLaren, I would genuinely put fifty bucks on McLaren because it'd be paying, you know, two dollars. I reckon because it'd be yeah. hard to spread that 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 yeah, the odds across those three or four teams Cause, cause they haven't s- they haven't started a market yet for no, I formula 1 think so no. No.
0: So, you, so we know that they're getting a driver upgrade over with with Daniel Over signs which yeah you know, I don't think it's that large of an upgrade but it is an upgrade I think it's and
1: a it's a consistency upgrade it yeah. is
0: and then with the the car itself like we know that um, McLaren have been doing a lot more changes to their car this year that will be more suited towards that Mercedes engine next year. And if they're already getting third this year, they're already very competitive.
1: Mm. What it's, are actually they, their, it's theirs to lose, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So what are they going to
0: be like when they've got a, a better power unit in there um, to race with next year? So I just, I, I can't see, I, de- I definitely can't see alfatori um jipping in there because I feel like they have like you say, even if Gasly has a ripper season, like you think, Connor. I don't think, The second driver, no matter who it is, they might do well, but they're not going to be getting, you know, fifth, sixth, you know, place every couple of races.
2: Okay. I'll ask this question then. With with McLaren, they've had the best season in a very, very long time. Do you remember at the beginning when we started doing this podcast and we talked about... that feels like a long time I know, I know, it's a long time ago. (laughs) But we talked about... McLaren getting the Mercedes engine and they and you know you're you're thinking my thinking was
1: that would be a, a bad pairing because it's a different vehicle because they weren't prepared for it this was meant to be a new whole new car in That's 2021 right. as opposed to a 2020 car being reused so adding a Mercedes but, engine to a 2020
2: car which is designed around a Renault correct engine. Oh, yeah. I
1: still I'm still nervous about that
2: yeah but I, I get that from
1: I don't know if it was the original Drive to Survive series or a documentary I watched but I think it might have been the first Drive to Survive where they they really struggled. That was the reason for making the switch away from Honda was because they just struggled to integrate it into the into the into the chassis. Yeah,
2: but just remember that when Braun GP came around, and I have brought this up before. They had to shoehorn in a Mercedes engine into a car that was basically yeah. designed around a Honda engine. It was a Honda car, and they managed to make that work. So. Who knows what McLaren... You're saying World Championship for Daniel Ricciardo. (laughs) I'm not saying... That's what I'm hearing. No, I'm not. But I think, well, maybe... Fuck Lando. (laughs) He can go the year after. Exactly. I'm just saying, stranger things have happened in Formula 1. And we know that McLaren are on the up and they're looking good for 2022. If they can make this partnership work somewhat in 2021 with the package they've got right now... Boy, oh boy, we could be in for a very good twenty twenty two. The twenty twenty two season's gonna be
1: good.
0: Can I say, just you know, off topic here for a second. I love in these post race interviews where you see Alex then had to wave his wrist with the Tag Hoyer watch that he's just been forced to put on for the sponsorship yeah. in the in the interview. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very obvious, like adjustment of the wrist in front of the camera yeah. so it could be seen. Anyway, I just, it's, I
1: was, a, it's the one job I'd prefer to have in a Formula One team is the guy that gives them the watch at the end of the race, <laughs> just so that, you know, someone's got to get paid to do it. Might as well be someone's you. Someone's job, right? I mean, I'm, I love the good people at Tag. <laughs> um. So, uh, hit me up. Hit us up. Hit us up. Tag. <laughs> I'm testing the connected. The tag connected in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to that. Um. Uh. What was I going to say? Predictions about Melbourne. Not happening. I. I oh, I've I've wavered on that. You know, my yeah, original thoughts were the, pretty strong.
0: I read that article on the. Uh, yeah, I did too. On the the bubble inside the bubble type of mm. thing where, it could be possible. The only reason with that where i I'm, I'm not doubtful but hesitant on is. What is, if I look at it from the Victorian government's perspective, what is the benefit for them to allowing that?
1: This is my point, and I think I, I may have said this last week, if not mm. before that. Yeah. The The point of the big Melbourne sign, the Melbourne everywhere, the point of taxpayers' money going into a Grand Prix is to drive tourism. Um, tourism is not going to be open to the world uh, in March next year. It will be post-July and vaccine-based before people are allowed to come here. At the earliest. At the earliest, right? Yeah. So, there is no benefit to anyone other than and here's the, here's the thing. the only benefit is to boost society to let them feel like it's yeah. normality. But if it's a bubble,
0: then no one's in no,
1: no one's in. there because a genuine biosecurity bubble like they've done at Abu Dhabi is, listen, you're all fucking staying at the hotel at the track, you're all not allowed to leave the yeah. track, you're there, that's it, you bust there and out. But if, as soon as you introduce anyone else into that space, you you're exposing people so i don't know how the public get involved mm. or i mean riddle me this do you do you build more grandstands on the on the the northern side of the lake or the western side of the lake and you, you have kind of two parts of the track two bubbles yeah. you know like find a way to get fans involved so that it's that normality you bring to the state and, to I the, people. and
0: the other the other thing with it as well is it maybe that um you know financially there could be some deal struck that say for the t- Know 2022 or you know beyond that, Melbourne gets a significant you know discount to what they would usually have to pay if they hold it this year as well. My to... guess
1: is Liberty Media are a bunch of utter pricks to deal with yeah. because they're so arrogant about the property that they own. And yeah. here's the big thing they're arrogant about, and the fucking commentary just wouldn't shut up about it. Hasn't it been amazing we got through 2020 with 17 races? Uh, no, because you wanted to have 20 or 21 at yeah. the start of the year. So, 22. So actually, it, you didn't get much of a season out of it, but you did very well to get a season going. And secondly, three fucking drivers got COVID. Two of which
2: are from the same team.
1: 78 positive tests out of 78,000, one in 1,000. But that's not a good number because that's the number in society. And, and, and that's your so it bubble. Sh- it shows your bubble was doing nothing. If your bubble was genuine, you'd have zero like Australia. And, and, we,
2: and that's the thing. That's why I think... I can't see the Australian Grand Prix happening because you've had three occasions, three drivers having the bubble burst. You and know,
1: I don't think people around the world, even Aussies around the world, appreciate what we're experiencing here.
2: We've done very, very um,
1: well. My, one of my best mates, he won't, I'm sure he doesn't listen because why would he, but you know, <laughs> he, he, he commentates the Formula fucking 4 regional championship in Europe or something anyway. Um, we, we were talking He's like, when do you think I'll be able to come home? I'm like, fucking... It, well, he said, "With normality, as in no quarantine." I said, "Mate, good luck getting home before July next year without uh, needing to quarantine. you yeah. well, need a passport, vaccine passport, and to be an Aussie citizen."
2: Well, I can tell you right now that our F three drivers in uh, Oscar Piastri, Alex Peroni, Callum Williams, and Jack Doohan, they have had to do quarantine. Yeah, of course. So, and, but, and, and Oscar's in quarantine. You know, right the now.
1: conversation I was having with Ian was, you know, it's a joke, and you know, I don't. We, we disagree on this because I'm like, that's I, I support that. I support these fuckers having to do fourteen days quarantine, mm. um, because there's no guarantee about any of these people. No. Whereas anyone overseas kind of looks at and goes, "What? What are you talking about? You know, they just see less traffic on the roads, and they they're, they're in that kind of where we were in April, May, and we're now like I don't want to break it to you, it's normal here. Yeah, <laughs> Victoria yeah. not quite yet, and it's still funny to see Victorians come to. I don't know if you've met had any Victorians come around. Or seen any, but they're they're still like, should we? Should are we allowed to elbow yeah, yeah. We're like, Dude, we're shaking hands, like even yeah, we're yeah, hugging,
0: yeah. we're we're cool, like T- we're okay here. I was at Costco today, and it was like a zoo Manic of people. people. Yeah, Costco member, are eh? you? I want the more you spend, the more you save. Wow! Wow! backed the trailer p- up! and what up, You p- didn't p- take the MX-5, did you? <laughs> are, are you trying? Are you
2: trying to get some get some, get them to sponsor us? you? Where, they that, can give
1: me a discount on that discount for like I'm more for that. Okay. Don't they? Don't strike me as a discount a discount kind of organisation. <laughs> so where are we at? One, two, three regarding Melbourne. Um, I, I'm very much on the fence, but I'm going to say it's going to go ahead. Yep. I'm on. I'm. Don't think it's going. You don't go think ahead. it'll go ahead? Yeah. No, it's not got to go ahead.
2: Oh, I, mean, and, I feel like they'd they be have
1: very have clear. F- I could waiver a, in a, in a second.
0: I feel like they have to have some... Uh, some discussion on some form has had to have happened for them to put on the calendar.
1: Yeah, that's true. So it's not... And not just s- with the Australian Grand Prix Corp. The yeah, government needs to know about it. it. Well,
0: even if it's the Australian Grand Prix Corp has had the chat with the government on their yeah, behalf. that's spot on, yeah. Like someone has said that there is a possibility that we can find a way to get this to work, whether it is like they were talking about bubble inside the bubble. Because
1: you've got to remember also the Victorian government's talking about the Australian Open as well. So yeah. they would be working on those same conversations. They're just okay. going to put the same processes in place. And if they're willing to put the Australian Open on, how's that any different to yeah. the Formula One in yeah. terms of why you would have it when you're not driving tourism, you know, what, well, why? Yeah. So, but perhaps from an over, and again, we don't know what, know what it's like to be overseas right now, but are overseas people struggling with the idea of even thinking about holidaying and therefore are you wanting to plant the seed for that 2022 holiday now?
0: Are people booking it early? Yeah. Know? We've been stuck here for 12 months. I want something to look for. I mean,
1: to. I don't know, I can't fucking go anywhere in the summer holidays because we didn't think about it, and we're yeah. like, "There's nothing. You just oh, can't yeah. get anything. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nowhere to go. No. <laughs> there's I'm just nothing available anywhere. So I'm just going to book a place in the city and take the kids to into the city of Sydney because why not? You know, there's hotels. Just the Sea World. I uh, yeah, haven't been there for a while, mate. Why not? I don't know what else is in the city. I don't know. Is there bad tourism around.
0: Sydney ad right now?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? The harbour's pretty beautiful thing. Just should go out on Absolutely. on a ferry. Yeah. You know, there is stuff yeah. just to do. Have one but mate, also you just have one night in the city, it's a treat for kids. Yeah. For a kid's under thirteen or fourteen, it's a treat just to go and stay in hotels, so that's cool. Um yeah, I think it's fascinating. Uh, um obviously there's still some work to be done on the calendar for next year. Um but all oh, that'll come yeah, to They got to replace the uh, the Tiger Grand Prix. The Tiger Grand Prix. Oh, Crofty really. Fucked I can't believe
2: he's he said it was the Tiger Grand Prix when it was actually the Vietnamese Grand Prix. I glossed over that because I just assumed maybe there was one and I didn't read about it. <laughs> I was just like whatever. But you know, Portugal would be a very good replacement for the Vietnamese Grand Prix because it did provide some entertainment. I know. I
1: think you know the Vietnamese Grand Prix was awesome. You know the idea of the concrete walls and mm, Singapore style. I like that. Bring it on! Bring that yeah. back! Whatever, Whatever corruption is involved, make it happen.
0: Let's <laughs> yeah, let's pretend there's not corruption at every level. Yeah, I was going to say this is yeah. a
1: multi-billion-dollar sport. There's no corruption anywhere. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Um, and anyway. can I
2: can, I, can, I quote, can I quote your Mate Paul Murray? Seriously. <laughs> Sorry, Um, Paul. Sorry, Paul. (laughs)
1: I mean, it's very disappointing to smash out the last race of the
2: year in such a boring fashion, I'll be honest. It was fucking boring. I I, I can't help but say that, but it was just like everyone You've got a better memory
1: than me, but I do think there's been a couple of boring races this
2: year without that that top them. Hungary was probably close to that. It was really boring. In saying that, I think,
0: you know, if we look back in the season, I think
2: overall, it's been a...
0: Pretty good season. Uh, I've enjoyed it. As compared to other seasons, it's probably
1: been one of the better ones.
0: Like even we're looking at Pierre Gasly right now. Like when he hit the race. What race? The Italian Grand Prix. Who would have thought? Like that that was. Well, no one. Yeah.
1: I mean, if anyone placed a bet on that, other than. Other than his own countrymen, in the way that we play, I placed a bet on Daniel Ricciardo to win a two hundred dollars to one. And, you know, there was a moment there where I thought this was good, and then uh, <laughs> then I realised that was
2: a stupid waste of $10. Here comes Dan. He's running, 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 running as we're watching uh, yeah. Fox Sports. He's, he's waiting to get his turn. Probably tickle, driving, yeah. the, there's
0: a lot of cameras and <laughs> microphones on him. Yeah. Well, drive it's just last survive. race about to say Renault, so they would be like,
1: oh, yeah, it could be. Um, there, And that's going to be, that's oh. Honestly, that's what I'm waiting for. Drive to oh, survive can I come yeah. out soon enough. Far out. They they drag this shit on, don't they Netflix, but oh, uh, you know, turn it around, give us give us it in late February, early March and I'm looking forward to L- <laughs>
2: D- <right> Lando <laughs> Lando and Daniel were both standing
1: off stage and Daniel and Lando just raced up to try and get the the seat on Sky and Daniel took it so good on him. It's look, I'm I'm really lo- uh, to be honest, I am looking forward to next year's yeah, me season too. because Again, it's and it's very patriotic, but I just want to see Daniel in a different car. I want to see if he can do better, um, and I don't hold out hope that we're going to see a change in the way the races play
2: out. Certainly not for one, two, three. But fuck that midfield could be a bit of fun. I think so too. Shall we look at the driver standings to wrap it up in the, in terms of this year? So. Yep. Drivers' Final driver standings for 2020. Lewis Hamilton, the world champion, on 347 points. Valtteri Bottas did claim second, so Mercedes won two, 223 points. Max Verstappen, just eight points short to claim second. He finished third on 215. Sergio Perez, fourth in the championship on 125 with, points. With no seat for next year. With no seat for yep. next year, which is an absolute travesty. But I think we, there's more to it than meets the eye. Daniel Ricciardo finishes fifth on 119 points. He, he was agonizingly close to finishing fourth, but fifth is not bad. Carlos Sainz, Alex Albon, they finish equal six on 105 points. Then it's uh, Landon Norris on 99. Charles Leclerc, 98. He got beaten by McLaren. That That's that's a startling point right there. Uh, and then you got Lance Stroll and Pierre Gasly on 75. In the Constructors' Championship, Mercedes 573. Red Bull 320. McLaren. 202 points. They beat Racing Point by 7 points and Renault finished 5th on 181. A
1: good wrap-up, Connor. And, boys, I've, I've utterly enjoyed sitting watching Formula 1 with you boys this year. It's yeah, not something I've ever done good. before because normally you just sitting there on your own and, and just kind of... Actually, falling asleep in the odd race, uh, which I haven't done this year. I think that would have happened on this one. Yeah. Oh, there's no way I would have made it to the end of this <laughs> race on my own. No way. <laughs> you would have just turned um, it off and went to bed. It was like a. This was like a good uh, Barcelona test session for us this year. Um, it didn't quite go as planned because <laughs> uh, it all turned to shit, and then suddenly we had a we had a a, a, a championship. Well, who would have thought um, when we
2: started this podcast, we were sitting around the table here in this very office in at the end of March and thinking. How the fuck are we going to get through this season? And then here we are now, just what, almost 2.30 in the morning... And oh, fuck, thanks for that yeah and Harry's got to go to work tomorrow yeah no. First day. big day has <laughs> Jesus. Jesus <laughs>
1: um, but it's been fun boys I really enjoyed it and hopefully uh, we can uh, yeah. we, if we get some feedback from folks we might uh, we might just come back and do it again next year uh, maybe it'll be a bit different maybe it'll be uh, different I, I, I don't know yet I don't know whether it's it's the right way to do it straight after a race and whether there's any benefit to listening to people talk about a race you haven't seen yet or I don't know whether it's better to do it three days later and, and recap the race I don't know um, but I think we can we can work that out. and if people have got feedback, they can hit us up and let us know.
2: I think the feedback has been very positive from what we've what we've seen. So, yep. but, yeah, you
1: know sometimes uh, sometimes you get distracted by the positive feedback, and you actually because no one's willing to say the negative. I'm open to anything. I don't care what people say, good or bad. It'll hit me hard early on, the negative feedback, but I don't care. <laughs> I'll move on. I may bag you back on Twitter too if you say it on Twitter, but just don't take that to heart. Um, but, you know, I think there was there's some good opportunity to make something of this. We had that opportunity early in the year, but then it kind of died out the arse. So you never know your luck, and we'll see what 2021 brings. And hopefully, there's just for the sake of the race, hopefully there's a Melbourne uh, Australian Formula 1 Grand Prix and we can uh, we can enjoy that uh, with Daniel doing very well in the McLaren. That's obviously the wish list. Absolutely. More can importantly, we... hopefully the fucking Daniel... No, I can't say what I was going to say because Jackson's listening. I'll tell you off air, boys. <laughs> 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 um, thanks, boys. And uh, we'll do it all again um, another time. I don't know when because you know, there's really nothing to talk about until March next year. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Gotcha. Bye-ya.